When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, you guys. Appreciate you listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Producer Mike is with us as well. Just gonna leave it be for now. It's fun. It's someone who uh, kind of hurt Donna's feelings. That's why she's leaving it be, which I had asked her to do for a while. But one email was just like, I usually agree with Donna, but she is so wrong. All of her ideas for Mike's nicknames are stupid and dumb, and she needs to zip it. Something like that. Go to the radio boneyard. It's time for her to get this happen. Whatever it was, <clears throat> it was a meaningful email, and it impacted Donna. And so now she's pumping the uh, the brakes. Plinko! Hey, it's Plinko! Plinko's good! <laughs> Uh, we tried one with, started with a G yesterday. Not sure if we're allowed to do that one. No. What were the other couple? Oh, we, we had almost ended yesterday with, uh, Wink, Wink Mikendale. That's funny. We like calling him Wink. Hey, Wink. Check in with Winky. Winky. Um, Winky, I don't like that. Didn't there used to be Winky's hamburgers on Popeye? Sure. Didn't you watch Popeye? I guess. When I was like two. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. I thought it was a big thing in I'm your generation. No, Donna, what are you doing? Listen to those. You can't just stand up in the middle of the show and do that. That's alarming. And you just poured yourself collagen. Honest to goodness, I think it might be the collagen. I think you might need to dial back your collagen. Don't now you're just you're sipping it all hotty and everything. Do you have any more? I'd love some. Uh, nope, I don't have any more on me. Thank you. 13, 13 individual Haribo, Haribo gummy bears. 13 of them. I believe 26 grams of carbohydrates. I can oh, eat 13 in a quick and easy shoot, handful. really? So I went and jacked some from uh, our social media guy, Quinn, from his office earlier. He wasn't there, and so I just sneaked in. And I think he set up a camera at this point. Well, a couple days ago, I went in during a commercial break. His door was open. No sign of him being there. I walked in. I grabbed a Tootsie Roll. Came, stepped out. It's a small office. I turn around. Two steps later, I, I hear the door from the distance, like the, the door to the greater office. And I'm like, oh, what are the chances? I doubt it. And then I go, I open the twist tie Tootsie Roll, get to the <laughs> threshold of the door, and suddenly he's there. And I'm there, caught red-handed with a Tootsie Roll, half naked. The Tootsie Roll was half open. I sure. was clothed. Right. 
Okay. Against my That's will, but funny still. you say that because I see you put in the grid here. Um, watched episode one of Shrinking on HBO Max with Harrison Ford, and I'm like, you watched a show with Harrison Ford? Why do you think I'm anti Harrison Ford? What are you talking about? I thought you watched a show alongside Harrison Ford. As in with him in a space, in a shared right, space. that's the way it's worded. Would any context clues, and some of those could just be my life, have helped you to decode that, Dick Tracy? That maybe, <laughs> just maybe, I meant Harrison Ford was in the show, not in my living room. In retrospect. <laughs> really? I gotta hear about this. What was he like? Is he nice? Where did he sit? Were you on the same couch? Hey, don't forget, he mm-hmm. is our, um, he's our vote. He's our vote for uh, come, lifetime, uh, lifetime achievement. achievement. Yeah, but you have to defend that. I'm my, my work here is done. I've defended my last thing. I feel poor about how I performed, and now I'm just going to let the chips fall where they may. He's in Shrinking, this new show with Jason Siegel. He's also in 1882. 1883, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. It doesn't come back till this. No, uh, this week. no, he's not in 1883. He's, he's in, in 1926. 1923. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's 1923. He's in the 1920 something. Yeah, that's one right. With 1883 Helen was uh, Tim and, and Faith. The other one was a three as well. Are you sure? Are you sure? Yes. I don't know. Yes. Maybe. Yes. So in 1883, 1923. 1923. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, he's in It's really good. Okay. It's on HBO Max. It stars Jason Siegel. I watched one episode of it last night, and I don't know if they've dropped all the episodes. I don't know how Apple TV Plus does it. Maybe not. No, I think just two episodes so far. But in it, Jason Siegel is a therapist. Harrison Ford. Works at the same office as he does. He's his boss. Don't tell me he's cranky. Donna. Is Harrison Ford cranky in this? You know, he's a little less cranky and maybe just a little more tired. Okay. Like he is not outright cantankerous for the sake of being cantankerous. Okay. He actually, I think, has a little more heart, but he's straight faced and he's deadpan and but he is Jason Siegel's boss, so that's play on words, right? Shrinking has nothing to do with some previous shows where they have actually made humans smaller as a part of the concept. Okay. There was a, uh, a was it a Paul Rudd? No, no, Paul Rudd, the Ant Man, Matt Damon. Wasn't Matt Damon in like a little bite sized thing? It doesn't matter. Shrinking is about Jason Siegel, who plays a shrink, a therapist, psychiatrist, like, whatever, and he's dealing with some life change. Struggling to connect with his daughter, um, has recently gone through a relationship change. I'll leave it at that. And uh, he comes across a guy who, a client who he gets handed, kind of screws up his first meeting with the client. And then from there, they develop a, a relationship, meaning they just take an interest in each other. It's kind of like the therapist overshares at one point and it's like, I probably shouldn't be telling you this stuff. Um but and they both want to help each other just from like a uh, from like a I see you, you see me, we're both going through some crap. Both okay. humans. All right. How so can far, we help each other? I'm interested. But then there's some kind of interesting twists. You learn a little bit about the relationship change that Jason Siegel went through, 
around midway through uh, the story, and uh, it was it was interesting. It has it's got some heart. Okay. To it, I'll say that it's got some heart. And it's a series. It's a series. Uh, it's a comedy drama. It's on HBO Max, and it is called Shrinking. Jason Siegel. Harrison Ford. Are you going to continue to watch the program? What a loaded question. I don't know that about any show. I watched also 30 minutes last night of episode one, thinking it was just a one-off, and then I found out there are four episodes of Branson, the Richard Branson docuseries on HBO Max as well, I believe. 11-11, make a wish. Mike, Mike, I forgot to watch episode three of The Last of Us. Well, it's funny that you bring that up, and I know we're almost out of time, but... Mike, I was going to watch that because it popped up on HBO Max. Sure. And then I thought, am I better served, even though you can watch episode yeah. three alone, am I better served just watching? Absolutely. All of them? No, okay. definitely. You're definitely better watching it all. I but. think what I need to do is uh, this feels like this could be a show for uh, my betrothed and I, Lou and I, to sit down and watch together. So I thought, what if this is good and I want to watch it with somebody? The storytelling, the, it is so good. It's not as blood and guts gory as you would expect. Did you. Enjoy Walking Dead. Did you watch Walking Dead at all? No, not even a either, little. Either did I, because I hate okay. zombies. Like, I can't okay. do the zombie thing. And what I've seen on Walking Dead was far more worse than this. Okay. And this one is also a little more, it's it's not real science, but it's a little more science-based, where you can actually understand, oh, this is how this is happening. And they explain it a little better, not just, you know, zombie apocalypse, biting heads and yeah. blood squirting everywhere. Very deep. Who are you kidding? What? <laughs> You're not going to watch this. <laughs> You don't know me. I kind of do. Well, you and your wife are going to watch this? I. It's very grim. Okay, but Stranger Things isn't super uplifting. This is kind of, that's true. Like with Vecna, he was kind of intense. Yeah, a little is bit. Is Vecna, are these zombies worse than Vecna? This is, it reminds me a little bit of the Will Smith movie. What was that called? Keep my wife's name! <laughs> I forget. You know, the movie where he's like one of the last people left. I Am Legend? I Am Legend. I think so. Oh, now that yeah. seems interesting. I haven't seen I Am Legend, oh. but I bet I would like to see it. All right, you watch it. Come back with a report. It reminds me. You guys should give me like 10 seconds at the end of each segment to clean up everything that's been referenced to that we didn't quite get to. Downsizing the Matt Damon movie you were talking about. And also, we got a couple of callers. Uh, Wimpy was the burger guy from Popeye, not w- uh, Winky. So there you go. You know what? Maybe, maybe, and maybe his new nickname is Zamboni, who comes out and cleans up all the, the shards it. of ice that came up, and that's he just good. sort of cleans it and then prepares the ice for another segment. That's I love good. it. That's it. Zamboni. All right. All right write it down. Here we all go. Right. We got to take a break. We're over time. Bye now. All right. Bye. You ever wonder if Bigfoot is really a Bigfoot? Everybody's always wondered that. Every yes. day of my life, if I had a dollar. I do. You will stop me in my tracks if somebody says, you know, Bigfoot captured on camera, question mark. I will take the bait and click. Good, because let's click. Studies have shown that medical... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. All right, well, if you believe in Bigfoot, this just might rock your world. In the Mexican city of Guadalajara. For the rest of us, it's uh, kind of obvious. A new study may have figured out what Big Bigfoot really is. And the answer is something that definitely does exist. Okay. Do you guys have any guesses? Did you look? No, I haven't looked. Um, 
A bear seems too practical, but what can walk upright? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Can you give us a hint, Queen? It's a bear. All right. <laughs> A data analyst took a list of the most reported Bigfoot sightings in the United States and compared it to different animal populations. Animal. It turns out the spots with the most sightings also tend to have the most bears. Specifically black bears. The link between the two was so strong, this guy put a number on it. There's an average of one Sasquatch Sasquatch. Sasquatch sighting for every 900 black bears in any given area. So if you've ever seen a black bear walk around in its hind legs, uh, exhibit A, I bring you petals, RIP. Remember petals? No. The bear that had like one limp arm and he walked in people's neighborhoods on his hind legs. Google petals. Okay. Somebody shot him ultimately. Rude. Not right. Oh, pedals. Pedals, the one armed bear? Yes. I believe he was from New Jersey. He was. Oh, and yeah. he, he was. <laughs> Whoopsie, sorry. Let me uh, turn this down here. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, beloved pedals. But anyway, Texas and Florida were the only states where this formula didn't work because they don't have many bears. Oh, wow. But they do still have Bigfoot sightings, so there's no. Oh, like, my gosh. Pedals walking straight up, straight fully up. erect. Full, like he figured out how to put, how to balance. His core, yeah. Yep. But it was because he couldn't walk down on that paw. Probably because he got caught in a trap or something. Wow. That's crazy. Oh my gosh, that'd be horrifying. Imagine you look in your backyard and there's like an eight foot bear. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Some of this video of Petals, the bear. Mm -hmm. Holy crap. I loved Petals, man. Anyway, he they tried to use this formula to figure out what the Loch Ness monster is, but they haven't been able to do that yet. One theory is a giant eel. You know, I think a um uh a fun part of heaven would be this. Okay. Let's all gather together. Mhm. And once and for all, hello Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. I'm God, the Almighty. Thank you. Thank you guys for being here. What up, G? You're not supposed to be here. (laughs) Anyway, quickly, let's just set the record straight on a few things. And then, boom, slide one, Sasquatch. All right. How many people thought it was a bear? Okay. Yeah. How many people thought it was this? All right. Here's what it actually was. All right. And then they go to the Loch Ness Monster. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Chupacabra. Yes! That would be enjoyable. That would be great. Just once and for all, we're going to set the record straight. And then I would like to see also... Um, Hey, now, now you can go into an individual room, a one-on-one, where you learn about all the times you almost died. Remember that morning when the jar spilled over right as you were leaving? Well, let's play the tape if the jar hadn't spilled over. Right. Mac truck. Boom. Donna. D-O-A. But that jar that spilled over that you Mm. were frustrated at may have actually saved you. Friends, let me point you to... Excuse me. Let me point you to the movie... Signs. Uh-huh. It was by M. Night Shamalama Ding Dong. Uh-huh. I believe Joaquin Phoenix was in it, and I believe Mel Gibson was in it. Okay. And I believe that it touches heavily on there is a tragedy that is involved, and a result of that tragedy ends up saving a life down the line. It's it's really I interesting. Feel like the you're butterfly effect I like. Three movies. I think I'm right on what, what I'm talking about. Signs. Never saw it. Thank you. It's good. You would like it, Donna. Yeah? Yeah, there's death. So automatically check in that box, put on a little more popcorn. And then there is uh, kind of like a supernatural thing that they're trying to figure out. And then there's a twist ending, an ending that you don't see coming. Remember in the Matthew Perry book? I didn't, he at one point. No, I didn't read it. No, but I, I, I talked I to you about it. Where he he okay. thought he was at uh, dinner and drinks, going on and on and on with M Night Shyamalan, and his buddy said, "How's the night going?" After M Night went up to go to the bathroom, and he was like, "How's the night going? The night's going great. I'm, M Night Shyamalan is here. He's talking my ear off. I think he's trying to get me to be in a movie. That's where the relationally where things feel like they're Please going." Please don't tell me it wasn't M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. It was not him. Oh boy. That was another time that uh, that Matthew Perry said uh, Adam McKay gave him a call. And uh, he was like, wow, this is awesome. He's really interested. And then uh, Matthew Perry was like, listen, we should really work together. We should do something together. Was it Adam Ant? It was, uh, it was Adam, a uh, like an IT expert who had worked with them and helped them with a computer problem long before. Did he think he was talking to him about movies? He did. He was, he was he speak- actually talking to him about movies? He was speaking with an IT worker. And the IT worker had a movie idea or nope. it was a completely different No, the IT worker, when Matthew Perry said, you know, we're vibing, we should really work together. He was like, I'm not sure if you if you know who you were, you're talking to. Oh, no. I helped you with your QWERTY row one time. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I, back to my heaven idea, pretty okay. good, huh? Ta- just all in a room, the big mysteries, moon landing, all right, here we go, once and for all, and roll that beautiful bean footage. It was and on a set. Thank you for listening to the Friday Slow Jam. No, 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 no. Yes! You can't claim it in the moment, no. That Just did. Eliminates it. To the people of the future. What's the weather like? What are interest rates? To the guy from Galaxy Quest.
I have to hear him again. <laughs> oh, there comes two other people in from Methuselah. Oh. I did like I, him. I hear you on Zamboni. Yeah. This guy told me he didn't even laugh out loud once watching I, that movie. No, I can't You kind of did. No, I just said it's less of a funny movie, more of like a fun, lighthearted movie. And sure. I said the comedic relief for me were those aliens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a very funny choice. I said all this. All right, we're gonna uh, go. Oh, we're gonna play a game next. It's called the Millennial X Games. Um, Yep. Okay. Bye. Great team. Bye Bye now. Bye now. Oh, my people. Oh, I'm so mad at my insurance company right now. Oh yeah, I know. I started talking because you said that now you got this whole thing. It's like I'm not getting enough money to fix my thing. Yes. So I had a, a woman. I believe her name is Heidi. Heidi emailed me the other night. She said, "Hey Steve, I was the one who emailed you a while ago and said, hey, I heard you yapping about the Canopy Group for all that time.' So I made the switch. Well, guess what? I ended up getting better coverage, and I saved over twelve hundred dollars. And I thought, wow, that's as good as that story could possibly end. So the other day, I get an email from Heidi, and it starts says the Canopy Group. First word said Yowza, and I was like, oh no, did something go awry? She said, well, listen, I've been with them for six months now. We had our first claim. There was some sort of a water leak. From the time that I uh, made the claim, had someone come out to my house to survey the damage and then had cash money in the account to fully pay the contractor to do the work, three days in total. It has never happened that fast. They are super impressive. You can do what Heidi did. Reach out. TheCanopyGroup.com. What's up? Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Oh, it's 11.30. Guess what time it is? At the tone, the time will be rock o'clock. And uh, we still need a couple callers if you want to play yeah, along with we this do. game. Steve dropped the ball. Right now we need uh, a millennial-ish person and a Gen X-ish person. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so we need someone who's a little older like me and a little younger like Steve. Yes, exactly. Um, we're not going to check your ID or yeah, anything like that. Sorry. And we, we, I don't know. We might be getting in trouble for. Yeah, we don't want to be uh, ageist. At all. Uh, we but just uh, want... that's what we need, okay? 651 641 1071. You could win a fabulous prize. You would be our lifeline. Oh. Steve. <laughs> Steve watched Galaxy Quest recently. You ever watched that, Rocco? Mm, which one's that again? Oh, we are so from funny. the planet Nebula. Oh, and we need your help. <laughs> it's Tim Allen, Sigourney Weaver. So I've watched it once. Oh, look at the phone lines. You want to guten tag him? Uh, yeah, just guten tag This is going to get messy, but let's do Here, it. Here, let me do this first. Hold oh, on. No, fast. No, they're on the phone, Donna. Hi, who's this? You just heard a on your phone. Say your name. Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Sarah. Sarah, with an H or without an H? Oh, with an H. Mm. Yeah, girl. Wow, very nice. Bonus. Sarah, uh, do you identify... I be naked in the summer, in the winter. What? Yep. Yeah, what she said. Uh, Sarah, do you identify as a millennial or as a Gen Xer? Gen X. Right. Okay, wonderful. All right, Sarah, you're going to be my lifeline. You and Stevie Boy, the SNS connection. Now let's see if we can grab a millennial. Let's go to line two. Hi there. You are now on the radio. What's your name? Hello, caller. You're on the air. <laughs> Baton Rouge. Hey. Hi there. Hi, you're on the air. Say your name. Okay. Say your name. Come on, you're so close. I hear you. No, I don't want 
want the wonky caller. Say something. <laughs> you get the wonky caller. Let's uh, let's get it started. Let's just get started in uh, here. We still need someone though. Okay. So who do we have? We have a Gen Xer to help Steve. So Steve can go first. What do yeah, you think? Yeah. Do it. Spin it. Music. Uh, I think I tuned in a little bit. You guys were talking about Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations earlier today. Yes. Mm-hmm. How deep did you get in the Cindy Lauper discussion? Not too deep. We just quickly went past it, but Donna was pumped about it. That's, That's her psoriasis sister. All right, let's see. Um, right. We have a millennial here. Hi, line three. Are Hi. you millennial? Hi, yes, I am. Okay, Yay. great. What's your name? Sadie. 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 All right, Sadie, you're going to help Miss Donna, okay? Oh. Oh, no. Rocco! Rocco! I hit the wrong button. I hit drop oh, instead oh, of block sorry, all. Sorry, Sadie. Let's try oh, line two. Sorry, hey there, Sadie. line two. Are you a millennial? Got okay. Yes. All right, who cares? Let's Maybe, just play. Has Sadie, call us back. I hit drop instead of block. Goodbye. Cindy Lauper. <laughs> Glad you're not a surgeon. Jeez. Uh, I know. <laughs> Cindy Lauper. Anybody see my car keys? Um, <laughs> she did not hit number one with her uh, big hit, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. It, it peaked at number two. But she did hit number one two times in her career. Can you name either of those two songs that did hit number one on Billboard? Uh, one is from the same album as Girls Just Want to Have Fun, and the other was from 1986 and was used in Kodak commercials. Time after time. Oh, good. Final answer. Mm. Um, all right, let's see. Wow. It's got to be right. It could be right. It's got to be right. It was. I would have gone True Colors on that one. Oh, and this girls is the just one I know fun. and uh, like more. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, nice. Great. Remember when she was on Celebrity Apprentice? Great. Absorbs. All right. Nice. One out, Stevie boy. Let's go. And we did get Sadie back. All right, oh, Sadie. Yay. Okay, spin it, Donna. All right. Big money. <laughs> Movies. Donna, the number one movie this week uh, in 2001 was the wedding planner. Okay. Who were the romantic leads in that film? Oh, man, I don't want to waste it. I, I, I got to name the man and the woman. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think it was Jennifer Lopez. But wait, she was a maid. Maybe I'm thinking of Made in Manhattan. I think I am. Okay, forget that. Uh, wedding planner, the wedding planner. I'm going to go to Sadie. I'm not going to waste any time. All right. Sadie. Sadie, do you know who the leads were in The Wedding Planner? Uh, Jennifer Lopez and Matthew McConaughey. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yeah. You're so right. It's a great movie. Here's the trailer. While Mary was planning everyone else's Mary? love life, Mary? she didn't have one of her own. Mary, you haven't been on a date in two years. You can't avoid love forever. You know those who can't do teach? Those who can't wed. Plan. So fate stepped in. Are you okay? You saved my show and my life. Aw. All right, Sadie. Thank you. you. Sadie, Sadie, put it back on hold. Don't hit drop. Thank you. I did it right. Let's do this. Come on, Steve. Music. Oh, you just have to. Oh, yeah. All right. I am going to Shatner your expectations um, on a TV theme song. 
this is a TV show from the 80s. And if William Shatner were to sing the opening song, it would go like this. Look at what's happened to me. I can't believe it myself. Suddenly I'm up on top of the world. It should have been somebody else. Want me to keep going? No. Okay. Is that the Mary Tyler Moore show, I wonder? <laughs> um, oh, brother. I guess I'll burn my lifeline no! now, too. Don't okay. do it. Lifey, let's no! bring Lifey yeah. in. No. Hey, Sarah, with an H, do you know oh, what TV theme song those lyrics belong to? No clue. Sorry. Oh, Sarah. Mm, that's too bad. Um, Take a guess. Look at me now. Let's Want me to keep going? No. Just one more line would be oh, nice. Come on. You're yeah. always, Look you're at always me now. babying him. See what's happening uh, here. B- believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Oh, oh. Uh, really? <laughs> really? Oh. Oh, let's just give them I'm a half an hour. I'm <laughs> Or believe it or not, George isn't at home. Remember that episode of Seinfeld? Not at all. Nice. Uh, all right, seeing that right on the wiki. Sarah, is I anybody need your help. yelling like out loud? I don't. I. I don't know. Oh well, it was the greatest American hero. Yes. Is that what it's called? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, never that even show heard is pretty of that. bad, but the song was a top forty yeah. smash. I had like uh, blonde curly hair. Oh. It's like when David, what's his face, uh, from Starsky and Hutch put out a song. David Soul. Don't give up on a space. Nice, Rocco. You're Thank like you. my Gen X brother. I hope so. So wait, are we through two and it's one to one? Is that how it goes? One to one. Okay, and we're through two. Okay, right. Donna, spin it. All right. Come on. Not music ever. Please. Television. Okay. Oh, television. Okay. I'm going to shatner your expectations. Well, uh, I'm singing a TV theme song, Shatner style. It goes like this. When I w- wake up in the morning and the alarm mm-hmm. gives out a warning and I don't think I'll ever make it on time. By the time I grab my books and I give myself a look, I'm at the corner just in time to see the bus fly by. It's all right. It's all right. I'm just going to say, oh, Oh, could this be what year? Mm, the 90s. All right, so it's not Facts of Life. It's going to be saved by the bell final. Oh, wow. It was. Yeah. That's a bummer. <laughs> oh, I love this show, man. This used to be on a 405 and 435 on TBS when TBS said, the heck with the rest of you. We're starting shows at five after. That's real counter programming. There so, must have been like some kind of the more you know or something that. No, they just chose. They just had everything started at five after the That's hour. That's a way to compete. That's great. All right, so Donna has two. Steve has one. I got. I got to get this here. If he spins the Let's wheel, let's go. Spin the wheel, Steve. Headlines. Oh, movies. All right, the plot of the uh, number one movie this week from the year 1987 goes like this: Charlie Sheen is an army private. Caught between good Sergeant Tom Berenger and bad Sergeant Willem Dafoe mm. in Vietnam. Name 
that movie. Hmm. Can you repeat the question? The plot of the number one movie this week in 1987 goes like this. Charlie Sheen is an army private caught between good Sergeant Tom Berenger and bad Sergeant Willem Dafoe in Vietnam. Name that movie. Mm. Uh, Son of a biscuit. I'm going to say... It was an Oliver Stone film, if that does anything for you. Not really. Just to lock in the loss. Final answer, I'll go with Full Metal Jacket. Mm, it mm. was... Saving Private Ryan? No, no Platoon. No. Platoon! That's oh. right. Here's Charlie Sheen. That was hard. Somebody once wrote, Hell is the impossibility of reason. That's what this place feels like. Hell. Mm. I hate it already, and it's only been a week. That's too bad. Now I want to know who wrote the Hell is the Impossibility of Reason. Yeah, who wrote that? Somebody? I don't know. Man, that's a bummer. I lost. And so did Sarah. That's okay. Nobody's keeping the score keeping score Um, anyway. Uh, can I just have the final ups? Sure. Okay. The number one song, beep boop beep boop boop music. Uh the number one song this week in two thousand In the year two thousand. I knew I loved you by an Australian duo. Who had hit number one uh, in 1997 with the song Truly Madly Deeply. Oh, that's good. Can you name that Australian duo? How do I love you before me? Truly Madly. Oasis. Savage Garden. Dang it. You know what's funny? Savage Garden sounded like this. Sound Garden. Very different. Hard rock. Right. They should right. have swapped names. They really should have. Yeah, these guys are not very savage. No. Not at all. Okay, hey. good game. Bye. Bye now. Um, right. Let's congratulate wins. our winner. Uh, way see. to go, Sadie. Uh, was Sadie the millennial? Yeah. Sadie was the millennial. Sadie, Hi, you Sadie. won. What are you going to do with your uh, prize? I don't even know what it is, awesome. but I will cherish it. Yes, Quinn. That's <laughs> yes. the right answer. All right, cool. Hang on. Uh, Sarah, you. I'm so sorry. I lost it for you. I just did not have my A game. No worries. You know what? We're still going to do it hard today, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye, Sarah. Hang wow. on to that H. She just okay. did you uh, hard. All right. <laughs> wow. Jeez, I thought we were like, we were the SNS connection. Let's get after it. Let's go hard. Let's reach our yeah, goals. No, she wasn't vibing with that. She's got things to do. Yeah. Uh, Rocco, thank you. That was oh, super great, fun. Thank Thanks for being you. He's Rocco. Right. Rocco Clock. When we come back, Steve has another reason you should fly Delta, and we'll find out what the soup of the day is, even though we know. Hey, it is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. I'm glad my mom's still around. Uh, She's in her 70s out there in Woodbury, but she has made plans for when it is her time and what she wants uh, to happen. And she went and had a sit-down with Lisa at Crescent Tide, uh, decided to pre-plan, pre-pay for a simple cremation so that when that time comes, my sister and I won't have to stress and worry about what she would have wanted, and we won't even have to pay for it. Thanks, Mom. They like to say they keep things simple, transparent, and affordable at Crescent Tide. Uh, So when a death in the family occurs and you need to make those arrangements, uh, they do one thing. They do simple cremations. Uh, They keep all their fees and things transparent. Like, let's say you want to add on a visitation. You can do that. They're not going to trick you into it. Let's say you want to add a fancy urn. You can do that. They're not going to trick you into it. They'll walk you through it every step of the way. And I think you know what affordable means. Simple cremation started just $800. Check them out today. Look at those Google reviews, crescentide.com.
final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071 everything entertainment Donna Valentine Steve Patterson and we got Zamboni in the house I like Zamboni how are you feeling Feeling great. I like that. And I like the bit, too. It makes a lot of sense. Zamboni was suggested, um, the concept by Mike, because we finished a a segment and had touched on a couple of things. But, you know, sometimes we just keep going and my brain can get a little scattered. And then Donna takes the bait. Now she runs into a different part of the cornfield. Mike, as like a Zamboni would at the end, he said, just give me like 10 seconds at the end of a segment so I can clean up and say, actually, the character you were referring to from Popeye was wimpy, not winky. And this movie was actually called this. You know, he could clean up the ice shavings and prepare the ice for our next skate after the break. Love it. We think there's something there. People are doing it. I have a story to tell you now. <laughs> okay. About Delta. I fly Delta. Many people know that I am Silver Medallion. Okay. I wear the medallion when I travel. I like it. It's fun perks. I'm a part of a community. It's people who really see me and, and they get me. Maybe, Don, I could convince you to start flying Delta. Hmm. Delta is about to roll out Wi-Fi, free Wi-Fi. Okay. Right? Okay. That's good. This uh, is good. The, to access free Wi-Fi on Delta flights, this according to the Morning Brew, you'll need to sign into your Delta SkyMouse frequent flyer account, but that's also a free thing. Okay. Um, once you do, then Boom. You get internet. Delta de internet. Delta says it's via sat powered internet will give you quote video streaming capable Wi Fi speeds from takeoff to touchdown. And this is in the middle of uh, airlines being in a real competition. They want to capitalize on the travel boom coming out of the pandemic. Sure. In flight Wi Fi that's free and reliable could help them win over some customers, especially the big wigs who fly business class. <clears throat> And need to crank out, you know, some emails while they're up in the sky. It's their sky office. CEO Ed Bastian, who does the Welcome Delta videos that I love extremely hard, mm. said the company has spent more than $1 billion on free Wi-Fi. Delta's move will put pressure on other airlines to go, uh, as the Morning Brew puts it, full Starbucks. Currently, JetBlue is the only other large U.S. airline that offers free Wi-Fi, but American is in trial mode and Hawaii Airlines could launch free Wi-Fi later this year through SpaceX's Starlink service. Delta, free Wi-Fi. Pretty coming cool. to flights. Okay. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. I would like to go now. Donna. All right. It's a good reminder for everyone. This is unrelated to anyone's specific situation right now, but don't forget if you have access to an HSA, it's always good to contribute to it. That'll go in tax sheltered. So those are tax-free dollars that go in and then they can be distributed tax-free as well as long as they are on certifiable medical expenses. Come down for moose soup after! It's always a surprise. Oh no, it's mac and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh no, it can't be. If you're hungry, soup is so down to the cafe. Say it's in his Soup on the day. All right, we'll check in with uh, the cafeteria. If you've been listening to a long time to this segment, you know that Wednesdays... Cafeteria's Brian. Hey, Brian, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Really good. Um, let me ask you a question about Chili Day. Okay. Chili Day is on Wednesday, Correct. and it's a staple, and it's nice for you to be able to turn your brain off and just know, I know it's chilly on Wednesday, you know? Yep. That being said, could you ever see Wednesday not being Chili Day? 
Uh, no, because it's our busiest and our most popular. Really? So that just people, makes sense to me. People like Chili Day more than other days? Oh, yeah. I'll go through two, three pots today. Oh, my word. That's imagine ins- if they were coming down looking for chili and it wasn't there. Oh, yeah. You'd be, yeah, I don't want that. They'd start tipping over the counter. They'd walk off with a register. It'd They're be a nightmare. Smashing things. All right, so you got the chili today. Uh, on Chili Wednesdays, we ask what the entree is. What entree are we pairing with the chili? I got a chicken enchilada with, um, what do I got? A little Mexican fried rice mm-hmm. and a little Southwest salad on the side. One last question before you go. What, you is, the most, what is the most difficult meal to... Let me stay, stay with soups. What's the most difficult soup to prepare? You know, they're all pretty easy, Steve. I don't know. I think I, you say that because you're so good at it. Um, I guess maybe ones that involve, like maybe like baking chicken and then adding it, things like that. Oh where yeah, it's a lot of steps. We're using different machines, you know. Okay. Different pieces of kitchen equipment. Can I put in uh, a um, request? Sure. How about some pasta fajoule? No. <laughs> what do you mean, no? I thought it was going to be split pea again. Oh, no, Lord. I know you're. you're he a just said chili is like the biggest seller of the week yeah. by far. Oh, yeah. Yeah, people oh, like their chili. I should charge more. Yeah, you, you should, should charge more. And you know, there's an egg shortage. I don't know why you're like charging pennies on the dollar. Well, for your I, I do market price on eggs right now, so I do feel like the I, price has gone up a little bit with the eggs actually no, in, in the check cafeteria. My card. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's like ten cents an egg for you guys. I I give them pretty much at cost. So. Oh, all right. Well, Thanks, Ryan. We still found room to complain. Did you just call him Ryan? No, I said Brian. Uh, sounded it, like Ryan. Sounded like Ryan. <laughs> I think because my I was not on mic. So I went, Ryan. You were not paying attention. Again. Ryan. <laughs> that's the that's the least of it. Uh, Brian, uh, our best to you. We love you. Yep. Do well. Thanks, guys. Bye. Yeah, don't go changing on us now. Stay crabby! <laughs> oh. <laughs> he made our omelets this morning. Did you mention that? No, I didn't. I mean, that was really nice of him. I guess I should uh, buy you some soup here. To, oh, no, but it's chili. We don't want chili. No, we don't want chili. It's okay. I owe you one. You get me on Friday. All right. You're my buddy, boo. Um, we have had some emails that have come in here. See if we can get to a couple little housekeeping things before we leave. Um, it's on Apple TV, not HBO Max. Shrinking. Okay, yes, okay. Nicole, those are details. But you're right. <laughs> um, let's see here. She's, she's pulling a mic. Yeah. Uh, Krista says, it's hump day. Steve is in rare form today. What? No, I'm not. And it's most enjoyable. These are my favorite days. How can one person be so random? Oh, and so witty. I wish I would have read this earlier. And so handsome. <laughs> it's He's been a while. Adding, like, since we've taken roll call on Steve's many impressions. Too. Let's hear it, Steve. How's your uh, take a flamethrower to this place coming along? Also, Zamboni. This is the bit for sure, you guys. I couldn't agree on any of the other nickname options, but the daily change is refreshing and hilarious. Happy hump day. That's Farmington Krista. <laughs> oh, hey, Krista. Signs is a great movie, says Dell. And you were correct, Steve. Donna, you need to watch it. Fine. Uh, pretty obvious name suggestion from Sarah. She says, Zamiki. I think we're okay with Zamboni. Maybe not as obvious as you thought, Sarah. But we love you, and we appreciate you listening, and we believe that you're going to do better tomorrow. <laughs>
Uh, we love you guys. The Adventures of Bradley and Don coming next. Lori and Julia on from 3 to 6. Uh, and Katie K9 on this weekend. Great. We're coming back tomorrow. We will be. All right. <laughs>